welcome. Right. Well, first of all, welcome to <laughs> the somewhat damn. Let me turn this on off. Is your phone off? My phone's off. Yeah. I first of all, I love doing shows with you. You are one of the most unique. And magical. First of all, sorry. I don't. Am I? Don't, am I running this one? Yes, Welcome you are. Welcome to the Somewhat Damaged Podcast. Um, they asked me to be a permanent um, guest host on this show, <laughs> to which I have not uh, accepted nor denied <laughs> that uh, title. But um, yeah. you're friends with me, and I'm. This is your first time meeting Greg. Yeah. This it, is my first time meeting Greg in the flesh. In the flesh. In the flesh. So we yeah. have yes. met unfleshly. Yes. Unfleshly. From what I understand, you, yeah. you, you've asked her to do the show before, but it was like during pandemic times yep. and like stuff. A, and like it, a and year it ago. Kept yeah. getting canceled yeah. many times. And then, yes. yeah. yeah, but yes. now it's for real. Now it's happening. Now yeah. it's happening. Now it's happening. You've made it in. I, I made it. Oh my God. I fucking made it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And sure. you're the best person to do a show with. You're so entertaining. You're so fun <laughs> and funny. And you do the hard stuff. You know what I mean? The technical stuff like you can light people and stuff and you know what i mean and the lighting people is hard so does that That's make rough. me the worst person to do a show with <laughs> me, <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah i'm really bad i'm not at the best at lighting people i i get distracted sometimes so. chase i met chase um <laughs> the last show i did before the pandemic started like three days before lockdown came to one of my shows and then I had him on some of my Twitch shows. So fun. And we had only met that one time and then on my birthday last year he texted me and he was like, hey, let's go do something. It's your birthday. And I was like, I'm in Mexico City but let's host a show together. Because <laughs> it was just an impulse. It's a it's a vibe yeah. thing as yeah. Chase says. It yeah. was a vibe thing. And then <laughs> we just never stopped saying we were going to um, run a show together and now we have a show together. Right? I was like, I don't know how to do that but if you know how to do it that's fine your, your twitch show was like johnny carson meets peewee's big playhouse so what My kind of what was it Pee-wee's what kind playhouse. of twi- what would you do on twitch um so i have these uh, video game fans because i do a popular right. voice to hear is the highest calling don't thank me. Just doing my job. Sure. A voice on a popular video game. So I started doing, I have a show called Immigrant Jam with all immigrant first generation comedians that I've been running for a while. And then I started doing that on Instagram live and it kept crashing. And I'd be like, every time it crashes, I have to drink. And I don't really drink. So I was wasted <laughs> in like 0. 0.02 seconds. And and um, then my video game fans were like, you should do this on Twitch. You can do cool stuff. And it's kind of like a, you can have like a channel right. and you can have overlays and like multiple people on Zoom and stuff and guests. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I got into it and I started having comedians on in the beginning of the show with like a live Zoom audience, a video game people and then after the comedians the comedians could stay or leave a special guest would come on from the like comic-con world right so like voice actors people like that and then we'd play these like made-up games and i had a, a wheel a game wheel and i went bananas like i took it <laughs> so seriously tuesday was the day nobody could talk to me my whole house was full of post-it notes and like like little gadgets and i would write skits and make up games and i was like i thought i had a late night tv show right and so, i thought like, I, would, I, I, I was thought like it, i thought that's what it was like, like i felt like was i was but me. you 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 yeah. believing that reality and everybody on yeah. the show believing that reality i really felt 
that reality. You know, like this is crazy. Like yeah. you had the guy that plays Bugs Bunny now yes, and yes. Daffy Duck. Like you had yeah. all these cool Eric people. You had Bowser. Luke Cage. You had I had Luke Cage. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Troy Baker. It was crazy. Um, Phil Lamar. Oh, like Phil that was Lamar crazy. Was on. Yes, Robin Lord Taylor, who plays the Penguin and got the show Gotham. All these people that I met at Comic Cons, right. which is so funny. Like um, it was a show that I would watch. That was the crazy. Like, I'm, I was like it's weird that I'm on a show that I would actually watch that. Yeah, that blew, blew my mind a little bit. It was like, fun. And the audience, they were there. They were all these like video game nerds who, you know, don't watch a lot of comedy, but were all like these misfits and kind of like in all different places in the world. And they were really up for it. Right. And they like made this little community. People fell in love. They're still friends. I met one of them two weeks ago when I went to Holland for this Comic Con. I met one of the guys who like this Twitch show changed his life. Oh, wow. their life. He's a they now. He, they're a there now. They now. I'm a they now. Who's a they now? We're all the they now. <laughs> no, he was a he. Now he's a they. Mm-hmm. And he and they changed their name to Lumi, um, from Nick. And uh, they found a girlfriend, and they found all their friends, and yeah, came out as. Wow. So I mean. Like Twitch right. to me is is really wow. where people just like it's it's more video games than really anything. But I see that now people do everything on Twitch. But when it's like when it changed over from whatever it used to be called Justin TV, it it's re- it, like that's where the video gamers like built their world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I think the pandemic really changed that though. Although I think it's still pretty video game centric. Yeah, for but sure. it's cool because it you like have a chat and people right. can, you know, uh chat during the thing and 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 raid and I don't know. I, I don't I don't know any of the technical it, yeah, things. It, it, you said raid. Cool. That's a pretty deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. And right you have there. Overlays. <laughs> but I was like I went nuts. I was like, oh my God, I have my own TV channel. Like I'm gonna program this. Then I started doing this other show called Help Me Rondo that Chase was almost on. No, I did one Ronda. I did a Ronda thing. Maybe it wasn't. I didn't do Help Me Ronda, but Ronda showed up and we talked on the thing. Oh, Ronda showed up on the on on, on the Immigrant Jam Live. Immigrant. Mm-hmm. But I had a separate show for Ronda called Help Me Ronda, where she would give comedians therapy. Pause. Lucy has this character called Ronda. Ronda Ripplebine. Ronda Ripplebine. Yeah. When Lucy transforms into Ronda Ripple, it is a true transformation <laughs> to where I'm a little scared because why? Because why? I happened? know Lucy, but what? I don't see her there. Well, what I genuinely see Ronda. No, I didn't get my hair done. It's a pandemic. How can I get my hair done, buddy? Look at your hair. Yeah. You know, only a couple times have I talked to her and. Lucy has come out from the <laughs> character, and I'm like, and I have to ask her a question real quick, and Lucy will answer. But other, and sometimes she'll answer the question in Rhonda mode. It is a really you have to look up a clip of Rhonda Rippleby. It is such a good character. Rhonda, we so the sh- the show we do together is called Schmooze, and Rhonda showed up at Schmooze, and the waiters who work there didn't know it was me. They yeah. just thought it was. Like they saw it was another person, another person. Yeah. yeah. Well, why? Like, do you, is it a dress up thing or is it? Well, you, I wear oh, a wig and okay. like glasses and these weird teeth. Yeah. Um, but, and, it, but, and but, her, but her face, she's one of those people. She's a chameleon, like as an actress, like she can, she transforms her face. Rhonda walks different. <laughs> Rhonda <laughs> breathes different. <laughs> and Rhonda <laughs> looks at your heart and it's fucking scary. Rhonda does right. look so at this your is heart. The point you know what I mean? It's where scary. <laughs> our, our, our editor is going to have to find a clip and insert that clip yes. into this yes. for video. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Go for it, editor. I wear a 
full body suit, aka a full size condom. Okay, oh, so okay. don't worry about it. So, ha- like, do you like? I mean, I know a few people that have Twitch shows, and they are yeah. like talk shows. Like, they yeah. they build them like it's a late night show. Right. Is do you? I mean, is that what is the formula there? Because I'll, when I've, I mean, I don't watch Twitch, but the few times I've I've seen it, it's. I, what I didn't really understand is it was people watching other people play video games yes, and then giving them money to right. watch video games. Yes, yes, yes. And like, I don't understand that world at all. I'm not a gamer, yeah. but I work with a lot of video game companies. So the whole thing is like so incredibly freaking interesting to me. Like you build out fans from being a voice of a character mm. that's on something killing a whole bunch of people. Well, she doesn't <laughs> so, kill people, that, which is nice about her, but the others kill people. But you've yeah. been on other video games. It's not just the one, right? I've been on, I'm on other video yeah. games too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is the biggest one. And the other like bigger character I do is on World of Warcraft. And she's a, um, a goblin. A goblin? I always get that wrong. A goblin. Goblin? Oh, uh, he said goblin. Like she's gobbling <laughs> up some goblins. <laughs> the tur- the, tur- the goblin. character that's a turkey. Goblin. Is that a thing in World of Warcraft? Do goblins? You look. Wait, what are the little? I'm gonna lose a lot of fans like if this. I don't know the answer to this question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I think I think, <laughs> I, I think they're goblin. orcs. Maybe they're no, orcs. No, no, no. I think it's a goblin. It's a goblin, and she's like a pyromaniac and stuff. So she's the opposite of this character. But the, the cool thing about my character is that she's such a positive character. So all the fans that I get, right, uh, are really nice people. So when you go to the comic cons, right, sweet like, people. I went, I, I go to, well, I used to go to San Diego every year and then I'd go to a bunch of these other gaming conferences and I was always blown away by the talent that are the voices or, or the Twitch yes, people yes, it's with true. Only these the best talent. massive lines of people mm-hmm. signing, you know, signing autographs, mm-hmm. right? So how do, how do you like think about that when it comes to like comedy? If you went out like doing comedy shows like I imagine. Greg, don't say what you're about <laughs> no, to say. No, I, I get the same lines, everybody, okay? Well, no, <laughs> yes. I, don't mean, I don't mean the same lines, but when you're doing a club and you're touring and there's yeah. two, 300 people in the room, mm-hmm. it doesn't compare to the five or 10,000 people that are in these cons. Not that all five or 10,000 are lining up to, to, to get pictures and autographs for people, but it, it's just different. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's a different, it's a totally different, thing altogether. The nice thing is, is that I have been able to get those people to come to my comedy shows. So that's always fun. I've I've done a comedy show inside a Comic-Con, like at the convention center where they had just put up a partition and I was on one side doing a comedy show and on the other side, they were doing cosplay wrestling. So every like two minutes, you would hear like, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah. Um, <laughs> like Pikachu versus Harley like, Quinn. Exactly. Fight. And there was like, <laughs> like 40, exactly. And there was like 40, you know, little nerds and cosplay just sitting there staring at me. And most of these people that are video game fans, you know, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of them have don't, aren't into comedy right? and maybe have never seen comedy. I've gotten a lot of people who've come to my shows because of the game who are like, this is my first comedy show. Ever. This is the first time I've left my basement ever. Wow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, um, but I always like joke. If I talk about the game at a show, I'm like, I'm on a video game. 40 million people play this game worldwide, which is, o- which is why only three of you know the game here. Cause everybody else is in their basement right now. You want to say what the game is? 
Uh, Overwatch. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch. <laughs> oh, Blizzard's Overwatch. Do you go oh, God, to the competition, did. like the Overwatch competition? I have been to one, but I don't like go regularly. Right. And it's funny because the pro players mm-hmm. couldn't care less about us. So like they're like so too cool for school, and they make tons of money. They make like yeah. millions a year. Wow. The esports game are uh, the esports teams are owned by the same people who like own the Mets or whatever. Right. You know. Wow. Um, and we went to the arena in LA once and like went into the green room or where, where they were practicing. We're like, Hey, you know, we're used to people like freaking out when they meet us. These people couldn't care less. (laughs) Did they even know? (laughs) Did they know that you were the voice or? Yeah. They they were like, this is the voice of mercy. And it was like a mercy main, which is like a player who like always plays mercy. And they were kind of just like, get the fuck out of here. We're (laughs) we're practicing. We have have to win. You have a figurine? Yeah, a Lego too. There's wow. a Lego. They, Lego made a Mercy um, figurine. There's a statue. There's uh, three different kinds of pops, Funko pops right. of like different skins. No, four actually. Four different pops. There's mini pops. There's uh, Hasbro. Do you collect them? Do you have all that stuff? I have all that stuff, unfortunately. Because <laughs> <laughs> esports players don't small. care about any of that either. <laughs> no, because you know care. what? You know why? They're built different. They see the Matrix. Like they don't even see. They are. They are. Like the when Matrix. they turn, like a part of yeah. their, their finger wants to do a little. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when they turn. it's like. <laughs> And then you walk in and they're like, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty wild. They have to play, I think, they have to play eight hours a day. Wow. I played for one of my first times, actually, when I was in Holland two weeks ago. And it's it's a real head fuck to play. It is. Have you played it? Yeah, I played it. You have? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so fast. It's wild. And everybody's talking at you. It's like like a fighting game meets a shooting game. It's so much happening. Yeah. And it's teamwork. It's crazy. 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 It's crazy. Crazy. But I I had a thing I was going to say and I completely forgot. But the the Comic Cons um, (laughs) are funny because of like the other people that you're there with. So that's what to me has always been the like most amazing experience sitting in the green room and you're like yeah. sitting in the green room with the incredible hulk and like fucking you know <laughs> the, kirk. The, the, the cast of princess bride and captain kirk and peewee uh herman and uh that's amazing and like val kilmer <laughs> randomly and then like like george takai will be like asleep on the couch you know like it's so funny and weird and there's so many stories of like I the original voice of Charlie Brown who actually just died um, I met him at a comic con he was next to me at a table next to me and he was like hey who are you I'm the original voice of Charlie Brown I was like oh my god that's crazy and I like give him a big hug I'm like that's insane man oh my god and he's like yeah I'm just so happy I just got out of prison after two years and I'm living in a facility right now but the anger management is really helping and I like started backing away you're like good like, grief don't hug everybody it could have been anybody it could have been anybody <laughs> like all this wild 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 um, all these like crazy experiences like that where you're like was that just a conversation uh, what's his name oh my god what, what's the Incredible Hulk's name again Lou Ferrigno Lou Ferrigno, Lou Ferrigno asked me if I was Lebanese once in the green room he's like are you Lebanese <laughs> I was like, what? That's a pretty good <laughs> impersonation. Yeah, that's literally. I met the smallest woman on earth at a Comic-Con. She's in um, American Horror Story. She's Indian. 
She's this big. Um, and, and what is that? And that's like, an adult. That's like a two hot. feet tall. Is that two feet? No, it's like I'm a, only five feet. So how, I feel like realistically, this can't be how was feet. it? How big would this? What that? You're coming. No, on. I'm not joking. You can look this person up. So she's like Yoti. a doll. She's a doll. She so it was so weird because there was all these people there and everybody was like, "Oh my god, look at her! Oh my god!" And then all of a sudden, her manager walks straight up to me, carrying her, and goes, "She would like a photo with you." How do you take a photo? And with I was her? like, "Oh my god, me!" Because everybody wanted to ask her for a photo, but felt weird about it. And somehow she liked me. She wanted you to take a. Did you? Did you I ask? And were liked, you like, "Can I hold her?" No. Like, and then he put her down on my table, and she tripped on my sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sorry. Is how little I'm, this one is. Going to hell. That's no, you're not. This is insane. Like, I, like I thought I was tripping. Bump. I thought I was on acid. I was wow. like, oh my god, should you just? Did she just trip on my sharpies? She, then later, she put like her Instagram into my phone, mm-hmm. and I gave her my phone to type it in, and it looked like an iPad. <laughs> it was so trippy. Wow. She's so sweet, and her manager carries her around. Her name's Yoti. Um, so small crazy That's so crazy. like people like that it's insane some of the best pictures i've ever taken have been at comic-con of just yeah. people like i'll be at you know i'll just go to some restaurant to eat lunch and then there'll be like marvin the martian sitting next to me full gear right exactly <laughs> full gear marvin the martian and My, yeah it, it's just like the wildest experience if people haven't gone to a comic-con like a legit big comic-con right. which you know even new york now it's a big comic-con oh that, you know? new york is like the second biggest comic right it yeah. used to, when it started it was super duper small but yeah. it weren't we you know <laughs> i wish i was um <laughs> it's it's just a wild experience it's crazy it's like yeah. a few things i think people have to go to in their lifetime yeah like one huge super like yeah. sporting event a comic-con and a wrestlemania like, you want <laughs> you want oh the trifecta God. of of, of shit it's hilarious lucy actually like, has my favorite covid story of all time just because She got she got it at Comic Con, but just just the idea of getting sick. It was a Terry Gilliam movie. Yeah, it was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but on COVID with COVID in Orlando. I got COVID in Orlando. I got COVID in New York, and then flew to Orlando for a Comic Con. I didn't know I was sick yet, and then I started getting sick, tested negative. So I was like, I must just have a cold. But I was like, (laughs) so fucking sick. And being sick at a Comic-Con with all these cosplayers around and then like they misspelled my name on my banner on the first day. So it said P-H-O-L. So we started joking that it's P-Hole. <laughs> so then I told everybody my name is Lucy P-Hole. And then the next day everybody would be like, hey, it's Lucy P-Hole. But I was like super sick and I was like in a fever dream and everything was hurting me. And it was so bizarre. People were going, Lucy P-Hole. And I was like, I'm not alive. So, but it's not just people saying that to you. It's aliens and aliens, monsters exactly. and cartoons. And- it was so, Weird so basically, you were fuck. you were patient one at the Orlando Comic Con. I was well, super, probably super, not super spreader. Let let's let's be real. This was yeah. Florida. I, I was COVID. patient ninety eight. <laughs> I, I got COVID in Florida too. <laughs> ninety eight. Everybody already ninety eight thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I was stuck in the fucking hotel for ten days. So what? Ha- okay, so I'm I'm actually very curious about what happens when that happens, right? Because you're you know you can't. I guess consciously leave like are they monitoring you or are you now stuck in a hotel that you have to pay for because you got COVID in Orlando or wherever the hell you oh going? yeah 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 I had to pay for it absolutely That's crazy. Um, they for, for 10 about 10 days yeah they you just I mean pack everything up immediately and go up to your room that's right. the first thing you do then I had done a panel that morning with 
the Resident Evil, like the new character on Resident Evil. She's mm-hmm. winning all the Maggie something. She's winning all the awards now, super popular. And with Genshin Impact, mm-hmm. with a woman from Genshin Impact and and two other guys, I forgot what they voiced. And I'd done a panel with them right. on stage for an hour, sitting next to them without masks on. Sure. And I was sick. And after we were done with the panel, one of the guys was like, oh my God, I'm so hungover. And I was like, I'm sick, but don't worry, it's not COVID. Imagine I had COVID and just did that panel with you guys. And like, now you all have it. (laughs) I totally fucking was that idiot that did that. That's the new Resident Evil game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Seriously. And then I was supposed to start signing and and we were like, why don't we just take another test? I was dying, by the way. And like, you know, doing this thing of like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But like my skin was hurting, everything was hurting. And then we tested before I was supposed to start signing. It was positive. And then all of them had to get tested. And I just had to pack everything up, go to the room. And then, yeah, I couldn't leave the room. I don't think they told the hotel until a few days later because then the hotel called us sure. a few days later and was like, you can't come out of your room. And did anyone like that. that you were with get it? Like, do you know if they did? Yeah, my boyfriend was with me and he got it like a week later. Right. But no one on the panel. Like, they Oh, no, no, no. None of those people got it. Right. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Did, did he end up getting as sick as you or was it like a no. lighter version? Yeah, he wasn't sick at all. Yeah, he wasn't sick at all. Yeah, I was I, really sick. I did, I got it in Florida, and I I actually wasn't really sick at all either. Hmm. Wow, um, yeah, it's crazy. That fucking is crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Well, thanks, Florida. Yeah, Although I, Florida. I, I'm pretty sure I brought it from New York. Yeah, we did a show, and there was <laughs> a teacher a on the show, and I think that might have. Yeah. But the teacher tested again, just like you yeah. tested negative. Yeah, so you're blaming it fine. on a teacher. What kind you know, of person? Are you? Everything is blamed on teachers. Right? Everything is blamed on teachers. But I want to say, just for the record, I, I think teachers should get military discounts because yes. that's rough, and they should be allowed to board planes early. One hundred percent. That's you a know? good one. I like yeah. that. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I and think comedians. I too. think podcast hosts. <laughs> Podcast hosts should get the same same active comedians, <laughs> teachers, and okay, military. We're switching it up. Military has had it for too long. New jobs, hot dog vendors, comedians, and teachers get to board. For, they should do that. They should switch it up. Give other people a chance to board. Switch early. it up. They should do it with like never a, any that's military. That's what we should do for these different holidays. It's Women's yes. Appreciation Day. Women month, get to board week. early. Let women get some shit. Exactly. Just let them board early. Yeah, Black History Month. Let me off with a warning. <laughs> you know, exactly. No matter what, it's a warning. <laughs> That's your crime spree month. February. Oh, Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. That's so, a good idea. how did you get into doing all the the, the voices? No. Um, Were nothing. You like a vo- did you do voiceovers before? I did do some voiceovers before. The first voiceover job I had was dubbing Khloe Kardashian for uh, German TV. Come on. Yeah. Which is like, oh my God, Lama, what machst du da? Kim, dein Arsch ist so fett, lass uns doch ein Selfie machen. Yo, speaking of German TV, remember that commercial so wait, that you made? What does that mean? What did that mean? What did you just say? I said, oh my God, Lamar, you're so fat or something like that. (laughs) Kim, let's um, take another selfie. What was that commercial you made that went viral recently? Oh my God. What was that? Tell us about that. Oh my God. That was so funny. Years ago, I I totally forgot about that. Although it was just like a month ago. I've been begging for you to post this clip Two months ago. I did post it. You posted it? To the story, not Mm -hmm. the timeline. This is your chance to do it. This is your chance to do it on the timeline. (laughs) Tell us about the story. 
So, um, I don't know, eight years ago or something, I uh, got an audition for this commercial and it was in German and I booked it and it turned out it was, do you know Tom Colicchio? Do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. Like a celebrity chef. And he's married to this documentary filmmaker and they were doing this campaign to raise awareness about the fact that there's a lot of food insecurity in the US, which means a lot of people who don't have access to nutritious food or are actually going hungry. And don't have access to food. And people always think, you know, the U.S. is number one. And especially people in the U.S. think that. And they have no idea that the U.S. is like number 28 or something ridiculous like that when it comes to con developed countries and food security. And um, so their idea was to do this like reverse psychology thing. They thought it might go viral if they make these commercials in different languages, basically pretending like – these people from these countries are asking their people to help American kids like they would in a commercial about like Ethiopia. Right. Right. Like, like a third world, like treating the U S like a third world country and kind of, it was like a joke or, or kind of like a, yeah, it was supposed to be, um, what is it called? What is that called? Circuit like irony. Yeah. Like ironic. Ironic. Maybe. Exactly. Um, and so, and one was German. I think they, they picked Germany because Germany is always regarded as like the country that has its shit together in the last, let's say in the last 50 years. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then Slovenia, which I think they picked, honestly, I think they picked that because it's like, what the fuck is Slovenia? Like, right. even like a country that no one's ever heard of in quotes. I'm doing air quotes. Everybody that's listening <laughs> from Slovenia is freaking out right now. Um, Maybe huge Slovakian? Like, no, like, that's different. Slovakia is different than Slovenia. Uh, Slovakia is Czechoslovakia. Slovenia is Slovenia. Slo Czechoslovakia yeah. doesn't exist anymore. I'm sorry. My bad. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to get all the sponsors pulled for this thing. I'm so sorry. I did, I did not mean to disrespect any of the Vlakias, any of the Vlenias. We love all the Vlakias. Vlenias, uh, anywhere. There and then they also did one in Chinese, obviously, right? Um, and I did this and they put me, They. oh my God, I look ridiculous. My hair is crazy. I'm wearing this like like Bavarian blazer. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what, that sounds like a color Kanye hasn't even touched yet. <laughs> Bavarian? By the way, Bavarian, Slovenia, all these things are making me so hungry right now. Like it sounds like <laughs> a delicious too. thing, right? Yeah. You uh. like sauerkraut? That's a lot of sauerkraut food. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Anyway, so I'm sitting and we went, we shot this in New Orleans. And um, so we're in like this, like, like fucked up part of New Orleans or like, you know, uh, and I'm sitting on the stoop with this little girl. And in German, I'm like, this girl is going hungry. We must help this girl. We must help America. People in America are starving. And so that was a joke. Nobody cared about the commercial. It went nowhere. It did nothing, which was fine with me because I got paid. And then this woman unearthed it on TikTok. <laughs> And thought in it America, was real in America, and thought it was an actual real commercial in that was that had ran or was running in Germany. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my God, look at these fucking Germans! Are even Germans are worried about America? We are one fucked up country, and it went bonkers viral." <laughs> Which I guess is what they wanted eight years ago. And all these people started sending it to me and being like, is this you? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it is me. That's so funny. Where did they find it? Where did this person find it? 
I don't know. I, where do people find stuff on TikTok? I, don't know. I have no YouTube? idea. YouTube? She Eel, probably Eel. found it on Reddit or so, like somebody's like, yo, look at this weird commercial. Yeah. And it, there was, the timing was perfect. Or YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I, like yeah, I have to say it like that because my grandma, I filmed my grandma once and she go, and this was like 12 years ago. My grandma was like 90. And I'm like, grandma, look, look at the camera. And she goes, is that YouTube? <laughs> I was like, what? How the fuck do you know YouTube? So ever since then, I always have to say YouTube. YouTube. I like YouTube. Yeah, I YouTube. love YouTube. I like YouTube. You know, that's, that's weird. I haven't been watching a lot of TV shows recently. I watch YouTube and, and I totally understand. Slovakian YouTube. <laughs> but like, I no, I totally understand uh, how people could watch Twitch because if you think about it, there's a comfort in me, I was always, I was an only child, so I had the controller and I played the video games. But when somebody else would come over, I'm like, you play. And I would be player two. And I liked being player two. Or you just watch somebody else play. Like, hey, jump on that. You tell somebody what to do. Yeah. What if Twitch is 90% little brothers and sisters that just watch their older <laughs> sibling or cousin right. play this game? You know oh what I mean? God, I love that. That's how I like to think of it. And so Look it's like, it's like you know, you play this. Get through this story for me. I'm going to watch you play. Chase has just single-handedly broken down the psychology of the success of Twitch. I guarantee you <laughs> the person shit. that created that shit was a little brother or sister ah! <laughs> or a little or a little they there's their little somebody that found their peace yes they're like i'm gonna stop fighting i'm gonna enjoy this yes you know what this is better i like this better <laughs> i'm gonna build an empire and then buy my brother's controller <laughs> and take it away forever yeah and it's a legal way if you think about it, like like you can't like record a movie and play and put it on i mean some people do but and put it on youtube and expect people to watch it but a video no, game it's like it's a 20 hour journey, 20 to 40, 60 hour journey. And you can watch somebody tell this whole story. We don't have to buy it. You just get to watch it and play it and experience it with somebody. You it's know? true. And with the community. With yeah. the community. With the community. Like we're going to this adventure together. Yeah, That's interesting. That. Can you do that with like, Video why can you do that with movies? Like why do people do that on Twitch? Because they're proprietary. But why is it any different? Than it? So, it's a video, <laughs> so it's a video game on YouTube. Um, like so, it's a video game. If you're if you're just sitting yeah. watching someone play Overwatch, mm -hmm. that's why is that any different than watching someone watch Birds of Prey or Suicide? Because Squad? it's it's advertisement. The video games know right. that it's advertisement for them. It, it's always going to play differently. I'm going to take a left here in a different place than you're yeah, going to take a left. I promise you that that's not the reason. <laughs> well, but also <laughs> so, I, I don't know. There's money to be made. I mean, there. Well, you would think the same. The, the, that for movies, it would be the same thing. It's now advertised. I mean, like obviously a movie is a little different because once you watch someone else watch the movie, you now know what happens in the movie. Right. Right. So it's, it's a giveaway. Right. Where the video game, it's real time. You're watching people play this game. Whatever happens is irrelevant except to those game players. Sometimes, but then sometimes people are playing single player games where they're getting the same story too. Right. Like right? Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, Resident Two. Evil. Mm -hmm. Two. That's a good, that's a good reference. That's a good game. Yeah. So yeah. since you do all these video game voices, right? Is there, yeah. is there like a competitive nature to get like, to these companies work wanting to work with you because you work with different video games? Uh, do, no. So, do they care? You mean? Yeah. Like, do they care? No. Like, no, no. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Maybe right. I. I got an audition recently where uh, the voice reference was Mercy. 
from Overwatch. Right. And I was like, <laughs> you want me to play can me? I just get this? <laughs> I told my agent, I was like, did you see this? Can you just tell them they can book me directly? I don't have to. I don't think I booked it. It's like, we're, looking, we're looking for a Lucy Pole type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to show up in your costume and just try like getting the role that way. Like, you probably don't go to the audition for that, right? No, but yeah. also you don't have to wear the, the cosplay. No, I meant your other character. Like the, uh, the, the Rhonda character. Oh, the show. Rhonda. That'd be oh my great. God, Rhonda. Yeah. Oh, so good. That'd be so funny. So good. But yeah, well, that was so funny. I was like, why can't I just have that? Have but, you always had fun with stand up and like just done characters and stuff on stage and stuff like that? Like you're so free when you go up. It's wild to I watch. I started doing characters more. Um, in the beginning, I did more characters than stand up. And I had a show uh, that I took to Edinburgh that was all characters. And um, it was 10 different characters. And um, I did that for a long time. Yeah. So I always loved doing characters and I always lost myself in them. Like they always kind of felt like they were their own people. <laughs> Sounds insane. Yeah. <laughs> you you and you and Eddie Murphy, like when you go into a character, like, like you remind me of yeah, the me dinner. Me and Eddie Murphy. You remind me it. of the dinner oh my table God, scene. By the way, Eddie Murphy. So I w- I completely forgot that the Delirious special mm-hmm. starts with the AIDS jokes. You remember those jokes? Uh, mm-hmm. I rem- yeah, I remember yeah. the special. I don't, yeah. You don't remember that? Kind of. See, you don't remember it either. I don't remember it. I, don't, I, remember I it. didn't remember either. And I just love that special. And I was invited to a dinner party at um, this gay couple's house. And they had always, they were like very serious. And they were these German artists and stuff. And <laughs> they always were like, you have to tell us what the best comedy is. And we don't know anything about comedy. And I was going to get them a bottle of wine to bring to this dinner. And I was about, and I was in, in a bookstore in Housing Works, which is like a used bookstore and stuff. And I I was about to go to the store to get them wine and then this fucking rainstorm unleashed out of the sky and I was like oh man this is going to be too far to the wine store I'm just going to get them something here so I started digging around the used books and found a used delirious DVD and I was like perfect (laughs) they're always asking me I swear this is a true story I was like they're always asking me what the best comedy is I'm going to get them the best comedy special ever like like quintessentially you need to start with this comedy special you know so I'm like great and I'm going to get them a little book too fuck the wine I go over there I give it to them they're super happy and then I'm like great this went really well and then the next morning i get a text that's like four pages long from the guy and he's like listen i know you didn't do this on purpose but this is what's wrong with the world and like this is exactly the kind of homophobic stuff that was like around in the 80s and stuff that like perpetuated this and that and like i'm so sick of this and i was like Oh my god! And I had to Google it. Oh like, what is he talking yes. about? I was like, "What?" And I Google it, and I was like, "And then, like, of course, the first thing that comes up is like Eddie Murphy apologizes for you know." And I was like, "Fuck, man!" You're like, "But what do you think about the rest of it, though?" <laughs> exactly. What about the outfit? Come on, the outfit is amazing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> whenever, whenever you first saw Delirious, was it no. here? Or did you watch it in English or did you watch it in oh, yeah. German? Well, oh. I was eight when we moved here. Okay. But there are certain uh, films that I only watched or had watched in German, like Naked Gun, Die Nacte Kanone. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what is it called? Die Nacte Kanone. Wow. <laughs> Die Nacte Kanone. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, Princess Bride. So, Unforthelbar is inconceivable, inconceivable. Mm-hmm. And my parents became friends with Wallace Shawn when we moved here 
I've I've never since or never before have was I ever that starstruck as when I was nine years old and fucking inconceivable walked through the door in our house. <laughs> I died. I couldn't believe it. That's I could, crazy. I was like, oh my no, this is not. Our, and my parents are actors and like performers and stuff, so I was used to seeing like famous people in Germany would come to our house and stuff yeah. like that. But this was like next level. Like right. he was like a god. That's I crazy. loved this. Not only were her parents having badasses like that walk into her house, but then like they would drop bombs to where years later somebody else would be famous and she's like, Oh yeah, that guy used to like babysit me. Like fuck like Christoph Waltz. Christoph like what? Waltz. Yeah, Christoph That's Waltz. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Germany's small, so I guess it's not that crazy, you know? But, God, Wallace Shawn, that was fucking mind-blowing. That's like someone who lives in New York City being like, yeah, Robert De Niro was my babysitter. You know, New York City, it's small. (laughs) (laughs) 13 million fucking people. No, the industry is small. I should say the industry in Germany is small. That's fascinating. Yeah, everybody in Germany had Christoph Waltz as their babysitter. (laughs) He was not very successful back then. Wow. He had to take a lot of odd jobs. (laughs) That's a babysitter a lot of people you, you you were also in a show that i grew up watching as a kid red dwarf yeah. i love that show that's that was, crazy because not a lot of americans know that show yeah it come on pbs so it was a little blurry but i liked it <laughs> <laughs> the damn pal tv i've never heard I, of it yeah, yeah so it's, it's like, like the og i don't even know i don't even want to call it like just it's a sci-fi it's spoof. a sci-fi spoof right yeah. yeah it's a sci-fi spoof it's um it's kind of like doctor who in the in the sense of like uh of how big it is in the uk yes right. like doctor who and red dwarf i think also started 100 percent. well no no doctor who was like 50s red dwarf, i felt like red dwarf might have been like 80s like red it started dwarf in the 80s. 80s you're right, right. but, but re- doctor but who started in the 50s it started a long time i don't want to oh, say okay. the 50s but like in the it was black and white when it started oh, really? and then it became in the, every 10 years you know yeah. every few so often they'd have like a new one or whatever but I remember Red Dwarf was so like for me as like you know a little black kid like yeah. the black protagonist yep. on a sci-fi show like, mm-hmm. like this was like in the 80s you know yep. what I mean there's a white guy that was a hologram there was yep. another black dude that was a cat first yeah. of all two black dude protagonists yep. on a fuck like that's insane yeah, how ahead yeah. of its time the show was so everything these guys do no matter how garbage gets to go on the wall just like it's St. Trembles and <laughs> the Tate Modern <laughs> But it, the writing was also really good. It's so good. Was it Robert I, Grant, Doug Naylor? Am I getting Doug these names Naylor right? Doug Naylor and Rob Grant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, loved, yeah. I loved that show. And then they split and Doug um, took it over. Wow. So Rob Grant is out. Did you have to okay. film that in England? Yes. Or? And when I got the audition, I didn't know it. But I was dating a Scottish guy at the time. And I was like, oh my God, I just got this audition for something called Red Dwarf. Is it about like dwarves in the forest? It sounds so cute. And he like hung up on me. <laughs> He's like, you idiot. And it was so cool. And my character, the episodes, uh, the episode is a time travel episode where um, they go back in time and, and science is illegal instead of like prohibition. It's science. So there's science speakeasies. And I'm like a science hooker, basically. Oh so I, like, my God. You haven't seen my episode? No. You have to watch it. I, know, I have to catch up. I'm like probably a couple seasons behind. Oh, you have to watch it. I had it. to I'll like bootleg it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's so good. <laughs> so I, I, I basically go up to them and I'm like, hey, you guys want to go somewhere quiet and discuss relativity? You know, for an extra 10 bucks, I'll like, uh, for an extra 10 bucks, I'll wear a tweed suit or something like that. <laughs> and then I had this insane line that I can't do anymore, unfortunately, about like quantum physics that just goes like super like long and is just insane. And at the table read, I'd memorized the line already because it was so hard to do. And everybody was like, 
what the fuck was that? <laughs> Who are you? Like all the four guys, wow. you know, because it was so <laughs> funny. And so I'd already memorized all the lines. And um, that was one of my favorite things that I've ever done, ever. So that was filmed in front of a live studio audience. We too. need to have a watch party with that. It's also sure. the first time Amazing. anyone ever said that they were a science hooker. Yes. <laughs> like, and interestingly, um, he got the idea. He told me later that the idea is based on a piece Woody Allen, Shocker. sorry, um, wrote it for the New Yorker in I think the 80s or the 70s even where he had this premise that like literature is illegal and there would be like these women who would, you know, like read Moby Dick to you like in like a like, secret place and stuff, which is so funny, yeah, right? Yeah. It's amazing. That's definitely Woody Allen. It amazes me though, Chase, that you have this insane, insane like library of pop culture stuff. Right. But this then I'll be like, you know, it's Do you the, recognize it's, this album it's the cover? poster from The Godfather, and you're like, "What's The Godfather?" <laughs> it, no it, music stuff. I don't. You 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 send music album covers to me. I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Like, I, but I was literally, you know, movie theater exclusively, blockbuster video. I it's amazing. Hung out in it it like truly that. is yeah. amazing the depth of your knowledge, <laughs> or, or, yeah. and also the 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 what's the, what's the opposite of depth? Shallowness. The shallowness of my other stuff that's not related to that, for sure, for sure. Well, there's been there's been movies or something you know I've stuff. thrown out that you're like I don't know what that is, and it's been like I don't remember what it was. It's probably I can't look at my phone now, but I'm sure if I dug through my phone, probably it'll come up. But probably. it's amazing because I've Be never heard of that, and. It, I'm not surprised at all. It's, at all. Yeah, it's, it's also like a very like. Um, it's such a deep cut. It's it's a it's a, a geek comedy show. Yeah, geeky comedy show. Yeah, OG. So, it's the OG Futurama. Did, it's the OG Futurama. Right. Did you start acting in Germany as a kid, or when did you start like in the business doing jobs? Um, no, I mean, I was in a family of performers, but I really started here as like right. a teenager. Got yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when did you start doing comedy? Uh, I started doing comedy maybe like, I don't know. I mean, I always did like characters and I don't know. I would say maybe like 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Not, not only, I love the family of performers thing. She's actually got my favorite story. So there's this, one of my favorite stories. You have a lot of favorite stories of mine, but one of my favorite stories that you've told me is uh, there's this viral internet video that people will oftentimes change the subtitles for for Hitler screaming oh, at yes. people from oh, the movie Downfall. Such a good story. And so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, when yeah, I say yeah. the Downfall Hitler scene, most people know what we're talking about. People will subtitle it. But Lucy has a very interesting story <laughs> with this scene. Her father does, I should say. Um, so my father has a very loud laugh. He's my my dad's a like as people say a character, a real character. Um, but he Klaus Klaus exactly. Uh, again, the German industry is very small, so he uh, knows the guy or knew he's dead now. The guy who played Hitler in the Downfall, Bruno Ganz is his name, and um, they were friends and stuff like that. And you know, had worked together. And you know how it is, like when you know people that you know, and you see them in movies or whatever. 
whatever. And then you're like, oh, look at this fucking guy, you know? Um, and so my dad <laughs> was, uh, what, <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Look at that fucking guy. And, um, I say that every day. Yeah, right, exactly. You're like, oh, okay, there you go. Good job. Um, and my dad went to see The Downfall in actually in Vienna in, in a movie theater. And um, Bruno Gantz, his friend, playing Hitler, made him laugh. So much because also Hitler is just funny yeah, as it is, yeah. like it's so ridiculous. But his friend being like, you know, why am I acting like I don't speak German? I'm like making up German and I speak German. Um, so he started laughing. My dad has a super loud laugh, and uh, basically, he got kicked out of the movie theater for laughing at Hitler. They asked him to leave the movie theater. He got kicked out for laughing in the downfall at Hitler. <laughs> what, did, what did the audience members say to him or whatever? They he said, said you, you can't laugh when the Fuhrer is speaking. And what was your dad's response? My dad said, oh, you, you're talking about something else oh. now. You're talking about when I went to Germany and I had a show called High Hitler. Uh, One of my first solo shows was called High Hitler and I was on tour and they would ask me and I had an interview at like one that I had to like fill out and send back and they asked me, is it okay to laugh at Hitler? And I was sitting there with my dad and I was like, oh, what a like ridiculous question. What should I say? And my dad goes, <laughs> my dad goes, of course it's okay to laugh at Hitler. The Germans are the only ones who took him seriously in the first place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, so good. That should be on a DVD, like byline somewhere. Seriously, it's such, oh, so smart. So yeah. funny. All right, so, so we, we kind of have to wrap, but we usually talk a lot about food. We didn't even touch food? on food. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, 90% I'm hungry. Of I know. I mean, the Slovakia, as we mentioned food. We did mention food. There's a great place in my town where I live in Connecticut. Actually, I shouldn't say great place because I've not dined there, but everyone says it's great, called Cafe Transylvania. Oh, that's Romania. That's My yeah. mom's Romanian. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot of- It's a vania. Uh, corn and polenta and I, stuff like that. I have no idea, but I've been dying to go in there. Yesterday, I went and had like 45 pounds of barbecue food at this new barbecue place that 45 opened 45 pounds? I did not realize what I was ordering. It could have been, I mean, it was an insane amount What's your favorite food. breakfast? Ooh. I'm a, That's a I'm good an, question. I love breakfast. I'm a, I'm an, I'm an egg person. Okay. And the best breakfast I had, I actually had in Florida outside Orlando. Wow. And it was. Not gotten out much. It, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, Ever heard of France? <laughs> oh, it blows away any French breakfast. And yes, I. No, it was a, um, a biscuit. Okay. Right? With yeah. turkey gravy. It, you don't like turkey gravy? No. What about grits? Grits. I've not had a lot of grits in my life. Oh my God. That's a, you like grits, right? Yeah. What did I call your dog? I my called dog them griddles. Grits. <laughs> I called them griddles. You call my dogs griddles. <laughs> so, it, so it's this, it's this place that it was, it was just a smothered <laughs> eggs Benedict with wow. grits and all kinds of, oh, and um, pimento cheese. Oh, I like, like pimento ho homemade cheese. Homemade pimento cheese. I love cheese. Any kind and, of cheese. Yeah. It was unfriggin' believable. Mm. But ordinarily, I, if I was going, I just would like load up an omelet. What do you have usually? Usually for breakfast, like a day to day. Eggs and omelet. Every day you have an omelet? Yeah. You well, make it yourself or you go out? One or the other. What's up with your, do you like feta on an omelet? Because I'm a huge I fan of feta. feta. You know what? Here, so here's the deal. The, my my <laughs> issue with omelets and, and cheese in general is if, if you're heating it up and it doesn't melt right, I don't like it. 
So feta doesn't <laughs> melt, right? Not in an omelet. No, feta shouldn't. No, melt. I don't want. I don't like melted cheese. The thing I like about feta is it feels like Philadelphia cream cheese, fresh. Mm. You know what, Maya? I like cream cheese in an omelet. That's an omelet. Oh, I've never had. I've never oh my had God, that. Not so that I'm how do you about get it, it in like, there? You make. You, well, how do you make an omelet? I, I make like a <laughs> good question. <laughs> how do you make an omelet? <laughs> and you just right before you flip it, you throw the cream cheese in, and then but you, you flip it. You can't throw cream cheese. You have of to smear it. No, cream cheese is a smearable no. creation. How do you no. throw cream cheese? You c- it depends on what kind of cream cheese you're using. But if you use you're a saying light, you cut it and then you cooked. slide it off with yeah. your finger and drop uh, it in there. Yeah. That's or, what you're saying. Or if you're <laughs> using, I know, I know how my cheeses work. <laughs> There's different types so you're of cream cheese. Whipped cream cheese. Whipped cream cheese. Ew. No, no. I like regular no. cream cheese. Anyway, yes. either way. Get some salami or whatever your meat of choice salami. is. <laughs> Put your, your leg. Why are you having an omelet? Just What's leave the salami? omelet out. You just want an egg pizza. Okay, egg pizza. You ever see? You ever see salami? You ever see salami and eggs? A salami and egg omelet. They put egg on pizza in Rome. That's a Roman thing. What? Yep. They put a, an egg in the middle of the pizza. I want that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I yeah. need that in yeah. my life right now. I had tater tots with a half cooked egg on it the other night. It you was love ridiculous. I love tater tots. Ridiculous. Listen, Wait, bacon. With a half cooked egg? Yeah, like a soft boiled egg. Oh, okay. Wow. So it was <laughs> I was picturing cut, like that. Oh my God, it. it was so good. It was tater tots, cheese, bacon. and <laughs> Tater tots blow uh, my mind. Those That's very American. As an immigrant, that's one of those things where you're like, tater tots. That sounds like a country or something. <laughs> 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 sounds like a baseball team. What's your breakfast? Okay. We, What's we, your breakfast? We, 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 I like we, oatmeal. Oh, go ahead. Really? That's, yeah. Like day to day, I eat oatmeal. But if you if you're going to pick also, a breakfast. like I also love bagels. That because I grew up in New York. But if I had to pick a breakfast, like right. if I'm like, ooh, breakfast extravaganza, pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes with a fried egg, mm. syrup, mm. bananas, mm. everything. What about a waffle? Stop. Where are you on pancakes no, and waffles? I'm not the biggest waffle person. I like waffles. I can tolerate a waffle, but I'll take a pancake, a fluffy ass pancake. Like a cornbread made in pancake? LA, like, or diffy, uh, diffy pancake? Buttermilk, cornbread, well whatever done the fuck pan- it is. You like a well done pancake? I even like buckwheat. You like pancakes. a well done pancake? I love all kinds. Fluffy, it, well done. Crispy on the, on the ends. I love anything crispy. What, where in LA? What, what LA? The griddle. It's called the griddle, and right. they give you pancakes that are like the size of a fucking flying saucer. Have you ever been to the Pepper Mill in Las Vegas? No, no, no. Do you go to Vegas often? I've been to Vegas three times. Oh, okay. Well, when you go to Vegas next, go to the Pepper Mill. It's not in a hotel or any of that shit. It's just this, it's basically a strip club that's a breakfast place. Oh, nice. (laughs) Lucy's like, I'm never going to go there. Quintessentially Vegas. It it, it is quintessentially Vegas. You walk into it and the only way I can describe it is it's like walking in to a rainforest cafe if the rainforest cafe was a strip joint. And then you eat the pancakes off of somebody's ass? No, it's not really a strip joint. It just reminds you of a, a Vegas strip joint. And their pancake is the size of this table. <laughs> that <sounded> gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> that was gross. It, uh, wow, really? It, all their, everything is enormous. And I had pancakes. I, t- I had them for like four days. Wow. I have food trauma from Vegas because I ordered sweet potato <laughs> fries and they came doused in fucking cinnamon and powdered sugar. And I was like, what is wrong with that? I know, I know what happened. They're it's like trying, an outback sweet potato. They're trying to fix the sweet potato fries because I fucking hate sweet potato fries. Really? Here's the I love hate all the fries. strong word. Here's, <gasps> here's it, here it is with sweet potato You can't finish it. Yeah, you can. But, but I've all never fries. finished a sweet potato fries, fry. It's too much. Fries, sweet potato fries, regular fries, fries, shoestring mm. fries, 
All the fucking fries. I love fries. Sweet potato fries. fries. But they're trying to do it. Like you ever go to the Outback and they give you that potato? Never been to an Outback, no. The Outback used to be good. Used to have a good rack of lamb. Now it's it's trash. (laughs) I like like that bread they have that's like brown. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good bread. (laughs) Bread is good. What's that bread called? It's brown bread. My mom used to always come and be like, you guys want to go to the Outback? (laughs) Really? I was like, come on. I got a really killer steakhouse down the street. Going to the fucking <laughs> so I've never been. I should go. Well, you would the hate bread this. Is good. You'd hate the bread is good. They have one in New York, you'd do have, they? I think they do somewhere, maybe downtown in like Times Square. Downtown in Times Square? That's not downtown. It's downtown from here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> downtown from Connecticut, maybe. <laughs> Lucy introduced me to my favorite low main of all time oh, yeah, like a, a week ago. Han Dynasty, Dynasty. next to next to Schmooze, which is a show yeah. that happens every Tuesday at eight p.m. Uh, in, at, 8 PM, at, bar uh, at Bar None in the East Village. Uh, in the East Village, and it's next. To, <laughs> and but, but before you go to Schmooze, you got to go to is Bar None Dynasty on Third. Yes, it's on okay. Third between twelfth and thirteenth, not thirteenth yeah. and fourteenth, which is what I've been putting on the flyer. So we've been messing that up. It's okay. We'll just put Bar None, Manhattan, bar, whatever. Bar, East bar put East Village. Bar None, back when I used to live here in the old days, used to have the best happy hour. Really? Yeah. We used to go there for happy hour, happy seven hours. And then I used to work at Webster Hall around the corner. Oh, yeah. So we would go, I would go there, get wasted, yeah. and then go to work. Did it already <laughs> back then come with free herpes, or is that a new thing? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, if, the, if the place hasn't changed, I wouldn't sit on I anything. I feel like it hasn't. There's something <laughs> magical about changed. that place, though. It, there's characters no, there. It's great. How, how long have you, you... You grew up in New York City then? Yes, okay. I did. Yeah. So I don't know if the scrap bar was there maybe it's been gone a very long time but the scrap bar used to be in grant in uh yeah grant's village on like bleaker street or uh, thompson or sullivan one of the one scrap of those bar? scrap scrap bar mm, it was a, a famous heavy metal shithole oh really shithole there's a you should <laughs> google it there's a really great story about slash and a porn star i was there that night it's really a, it was it was a, such a killer awesome place to hang out but literally like you could not sit or touch or go in the bath or anything it was like hepatitis this, yeah guaranteed like, guaranteed right. guaranteed hepatitis yeah. Yeah. wow yeah yeah Yep, so now you can do that at Bar None every Tuesday night at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> the show's called Schmooze. It's the funniest. The so many funny people. Okay, relax. Not in the back room. It's sanitized for your personal entertainment every night yes, and pleasure every Tuesday. Yeah. I yeah. love, I love, Lucy's just, you're so, fu- thank you. I'm so glad to do that show with you. Yeah, and it's so fun to do that show together. I, we sing, we have a blast. And the lineup's colorful, very, co- like just yep. everybody looks beautiful and different and it's really yep. fun. Like, yep. you know what you're doing across yeah, the great. board. It's really cool. Well, I'm very glad cool. we finally got a chance to do this. Yeah, yeah. this was been fun. This been was a fun. Year coming. I like, I like hanging out with Chase and his friends and yes. seeing, <laughs> seeing what goes down. She also has another show called Immigrant Jam. You guys got to yes. check that one out too. That's amazing. And a podcast. Oh, so good. Check that out. So good. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's gonna do yes. it for us. Sign yes. it out, Chase. Well, this is episode uh, a bunch. Episode a bunch. This is Lucy Pohl. Follow her on everything. P O H L, not P hole. Not P hole. H L, or on Instagram at you love Lucy. I E L U C I E. Yes. You the letter U love Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Follow her. Follow all her adventures. Tell her. Message her and tell her to bring back that Twitch show because yeah. that was a magical, magical, magical adventure. And, and and do some deep dives on the internet and find some stuff on her. And- 
post it. <laughs> what? No, no, don't do no, that. No, that part. Ignore that part. <laughs> Not bad stuff. Do that to good, good commercials. Do that to Greg. Get, get, get Greg hacked again. Greg. I just happen. got my account. Back. Send Let's Greg not fucking get me hacked. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get him hacked. Don't, don't hack anybody. We appreciate you guys so Thank much. You. Free Julian Thank Assange. You. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Lucy Pohl, Greg Alpert. I'm Chase DeRusso. Peace. Peace. Peace.